here somewhere else. Uh, the first thing that you notice is that you are in some kind of cave. It is oppressively hot. And in front of you is what looks like a giant mound with a hundred thousand holes in it. Uh, and the second thing you notice is that the surface of the mound is moving because there are things coming into and out of the holes. Danielle, I swear to fucking Christ. <sighs> <laughs> Dare I ask uh, what these things look like? Yeah. Uh, so they're approximately 12 to 15 feet long. Um, insects looking. Mm -hmm. Aliens. Um, very big around. Kind of like centipedes. Uh, with many, many legs. Uh, and giant round mouths uh, rimmed with jelly-like eyes. Uh, they're taxons. Hell yeah. Um, and there are so many of them. Uh, you first notice them on this mound in front of you, and then you notice that they're also all around you in the cavern. And... You, you like appear in their midst um, and they don't even really look at you sideways. They're kind of just like every single one of them appears to have a job to do. It reminds you very strongly of um, like an, a, a beehive or an anthill. Um, and uh, when you... Uh, when you kind of like get your feet under you, I guess, um, because it, this is very, very jarring. So you, you kind of land here, you take in your surroundings. Um, and after like 30 seconds, a minute, um, you see a taxon coming up to you. Um, and in your head, you hear, it's similar to the Elemis voice in that it has that kind of huge quality, which is weird to say about a mental voice. Um, but it's not the Elemist's voice. You can definitely tell that. Um, but it's like, it's like it's speaking in all capital letters in your head. Um, uh... And it says, who are these visitors to the living hive? Uh, and the taxon that's coming over to you um, kind of stops short a little ways away, like outside of striking distance, basically. Um, and kind of like rears up the front third of its body to kind of like look at you with those weird jelly eyes. Um, and you hear in thought speak, um, 
Where did you come from, humans? Earth. How do you know we're humans? <laughs> also a good Hang question. On. I've got to look up. I've got to look something up. Uh, okay, cool. Fifth Element came out in 1997. Um, so Adrian's like, I'm not a human. I'm a meat popsicle. Uh, and the taxon says, um, uh, we have seen humans before. We have had human visitors before, but it has been a long time since then. We were brought here. How have you, where are we? I believe we're at the living hive. Beep. Yeah, sorry. I'm <laughs> disoriented, so I'm being more scale. sassy than usual. What's your excuse the rest of the time? I'm disoriented a lot, I guess. I don't know. I don't think that. <laughs> Have you seen our lives? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a stress response. Yeah. Uh, and the taxon says, you are on the taxon homeworld. In... The large volume of taxons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I asked a dumb question. Uh, this is the living hive, the only population of free taxons in the galaxy. Oh, that's incredible. Good for you. Thank you. Quick out of character question. Through like Andalite Wikipedia and whatever, do we know that the taxons are mostly vo are voluntary? Yes. Would we know that? Voluntary as, to okay. a degree, you, right? Yes. Mm. Voluntary in that the Yurks promise them food. Yeah. And they're... Uh, the, when the choice is between starvation and food, mm -hmm. it's not much of a choice. Um, but but we know that aspect of the taxon yerk relationship effectively. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm assuming that uh, our host is not lying. Your host, as far as you can tell, the host is not lying. It's a little hard to tell with taxons, but it's not the same thing like with the elemist where you're looking at a brick wall. Um, How do you have thoughts speak? Uh, the, the taxon the he looks at you, Kel um, and he says um Fuck, his whole name isn't here. Generate his whole name. Uh, he says, I was not born a taxon. 
I am a Nothlet. And you all, except for Kel, get the sensation of information unfolding in your brain um, that a Nothlet is someone with the morphing ability who stayed in morph for more than two hours. And they're stuck. Oh. Oh, that sucks. Um. <laughs> so you're either somebody human or were someone human or an Andalite? Probably an Andalite. Is it just as humans have been here before? I don't know. Uh, and he says, yes, I am Arbron Langor Elevat. I was once an Andalite Arist. I'm Cal. <laughs> it's nice to meet you, I guess. This is really weird. <laughs> it's good to meet you, Cal. So. I think we might be here to. Do you guys have a problem that needs solving? Because we were brought here to probably solve a problem. It was very unclear. <laughs> Uh, he, he kind of considers you for a moment, um, and he says, I'm not sure what problem humans could solve, but come, we have a, uh, place where you can make yourselves comfortable. Um, and as he leads you to, like, uh, an alcove um, that has a few kind of like low, they're not beds. It's still made of like dirt and stone, but they're like these low, uh, cots almost cot shaped mm -hmm. long, low kind of surfaces. Um, uh, and he invites you to sit down, um, and a couple of taxons bring over, um, some, Body. Water. <laughs> Some water. Um, in like these, the bowls essentially mm -hmm. made of clay. Um, <clears throat> and as he's like getting you kind of settled and out of the way of all the worker taxons, um, he gives you a short story about how, uh, he was once an artist um, under Aloran, along with Elfangor, and they ended up on the Taxon homeworld after um, picking up some humans that had been kidnapped from Earth by the Skritna. 
Um, Pause. Do we know what a scribna is? You have heard the term scritna before. Alma Um, told us about the scritna, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, what are they? Um, Brian doesn't remember. They're They're like the greys, aren't they? Correct. Right. Right. Okay. They're not the tiny ones. No. They're both. Well... Yeah, they're not. They're not like. They're not the Helmicrons. They're not the teeny tiny. All right, those are the only ones I know because it's the only book I was here for. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the yeah. So so a lot of it sounds like word salad to you, but like those of you who have Andalite Wikipedia, actually, as he's telling this story, you're getting like images Mm -hmm. of the story. Because Andalite Wikipedia is just Elfangor's, like, memories, essentially. And as Arbron is telling the story, um, you're, it's recalling those memories. Um, so it's not exactly a pleasant experience, but because it's, like, a constant thing, as opposed to, like, suddenly, here's just a huge dump of information. Because it's accompanied by this story, it's not as terrible as it usually is. Um... And Arbron tells you that uh, while they were here, um, Aloran was infested um, <clears throat> by the Yerk that would be known as that would be known as Visser Three, and Elfangor got away with the humans supposedly, and Arbron never saw him again. And instead, Arbron stayed here with the living hive and the free taxons in order to uh, build a society here that could serve as an alternative to the Yerks. Um, the living hive provides food um, and safety and shelter in exchange for uh, this kind of hive work. Um, It is a uh, mutualistic relationship. And the, and Arbron tells you that like they have been considering making another run on the nearby spaceport um, because the Yerks are, beginning a mining operation for uh, some rare metal that exists in the crust of the planet. Um, This is part of why they came to the Taxon homeworld in the first place, is because it had this valuable element. Um, And it is a component that the Yerks use in some of their manufacturing. Um, And so they're beginning this they're going to begin this digging project, which is a double threat to the free taxons because the free taxons one, if they dig into the mountains, they'll find the, uh, the tunnels that the free taxons use. Mm -hmm. And two, if the Yerks are able to secure a better, um, source of this element, then, uh, they will have, an increased capability for certain manufacturing, um, which is bad for the war effort. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, How crucial. So 
if say this spaceport disappeared tomorrow, how likely are the ta- or not the taxon? Sorry, the and no, what's the third bad one? Ah, uh, yeah, the Yerks. Um, <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to. This is not in character, Dante. This is Brian Cotton remembering all the fucking <laughs> alien uh-huh. names. Um. If the spaceport disappeared tomorrow, how likely are the Yerks to continue to be able to do operations on this planet? It would take them a considerable amount of time to rebuild. And just because they've been here for a very long time um, and they have done a considerable amount of construction on the planet's surface. How big is this spaceport? Um, uh, it's... I don't know what terms Arbron uses to describe it, but it's like the size of a small city. Mm -hmm. Um, And he would, he would kind of draw out a very crude map in the dirt of like, you know, it's almost like a, like a strip where, you know, all of these different spaceships will land and trade off stuff. And then there's a little bit where, they actually have like some living areas and stuff like that. Um, but the main focus of this appears to be um, industrial in terms of trade and mining. Um, and it's like, it's large. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not something that you could just, it's bigger than the York pool. At under Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, Boston, not underground. But also not underground. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and yeah, like they would, they, they still have ships in orbit, so they would be able to repopulate it and like rebuild it, but they would have to start all over again, which would put them seriously behind because they have a lot of infrastructure here that is like has been here for 30 years kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so. Are we underground right now? Is that where we're at? Yes. Okay. You are in some of the mountains. Um, given how hot it is, is it fair to assume that this is like possibly volcanic? Give that you did stress how warm it was. It was just because of how dense the rock is. Uh, it's mostly because um, all of these like tunnels you see around here on the map are tunnels out, and so you get like a lot of the hot desert air from outside gets in. Yeah. Um, hey, question: Can we can we survive on the surface of this planet? You should be able to, yes. Okay. Um, so I want Adrian to do something that's probably stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, when there's an appropriate break in conversation, Adrian would be like, Hey, do you, uh, do you happen to have a friend that wouldn't mind me touching them for a while? Uh, he, he kind of looks, he looks at you again. There's a lot of just like looking at different, the, the emotions of the taxon are entirely 
portrayed by like their little pincer hands and like the way that their eyes wobble, which is very disorienting. Um, and, uh, and he kind of looks at you and uh, makes a taxon noise um, that's kind of like this screeching, clicking sound. Um, and one of the worker taxons kind of comes over um, and stops in front of you and kind of like looks between you and Arbron like, sup? <laughs> um, and Arbron says, uh, uh, this is Sriela, uh, and, uh, Z will allow you to touch, sir. Uh, Adrian's like, hey, uh, I'm Adrian, and this is probably going to feel a little weird for a moment, but I really, really, really appreciate you. Uh, and Adrian <laughs> is going to acquire Srila. Okay. Uh, and I'm replacing my wildebeest morph because I never use that. Okay. Uh, yeah, Srila kind of goes still for a moment. And you can tell that Arbron is watching this interaction very closely. Um, oh, yeah, no way Arbron doesn't and, know what the fuck is up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's potentially stupid on yeah. multiple levels, but this is, this is incredible. Don't you dare badmouth this decision. I'm no, I love this. this. I love this on every level. Um, and once Srila is like, once you've acquired Zer and, uh, Arbron dismisses Zer, um, with thanks. Uh, Arbron kind of turns back to you and says, you have the morphing ability. <laughs> it's a long story. Part of me wants to be like Dante being like, I don't know what you're talking about. All humans can do this. <laughs> uh, listen, it's, it's a long story, but... You know, if you haven't heard of us yet, you'll probably hear about us pretty soon when we go do some stupid stuff on the spaceport. Hey, what time is what? Wait, what's to? I can't ask a tax on what today's date is because I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's not how that works. Mm. Yeah, they would not be able to tell you what the equivalent Earth date is. Yeah. How long have the Yerks been on this planet? Uh. Like how many cycles of your son? I realize as I'm asking this question that uh, my concept <laughs> of a year and your concept of a year are not going to be the same. Mm -hmm. um, maybe like uh, generations, I suppose. Wow, I don't know how long uh, a tax on generation is. No, nope. <clears throat> He uh, thinks for a moment, um, and he says, see, it's 2004. Thirty Andalite years. Which, for those of you uh, who have Andalite Wikipedia, it... It's roughly equivalent to a Earth year. How long have you been here? 
approximately 25 of those years. Guys, you should like explain how we got the Morphin ability. If if Ardon was friends with Elfangor. Yeah, your your boy Elfangor. Uh he gave it to us. I'm really sorry, but that was actually kind of the last thing he did. But if it helps, the person who murdered him isn't around anymore. He's <clears throat> he's quiet for a long moment. Um, and... Uh, He says, yeah, that sounds like something that dumbass would do. <laughs> In the back of their mind, kind of like, oh, so I don't know if Angle would maybe dating. <laughs> that's how Cal talks about Dante. So. <laughs> Did he die well? Yep. It's extremely good. What's your <laughs> definition of dying well? Just, just let him have the thing. <laughs> Why? The guy's been living as a taxon for 25 years? I mean... <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> Seems like we could just let him have like a normal, like be like, ah, oh, good, this ended well. That's why I wanted to ask what the definition of well was. I'm, okay, that's fair. That's fair. I figured we could just be extremely vague. How did he die? He was giving us Help. a chance to escape. Then he died well. The Yerks are on Earth. The, um, hey, so, uh, fun story. Uh, they've gone public on Earth, um, but they're telling people that the Hort Bajir are the Yerks. And they're just like walking around now. Yeah. Well, technically, no secret. Yeah. Yeah, they're just walking around. They haven't told people that they are, in fact, weird brain slugs. Uh, no, they're acting like the Hort Bajir that they have, that they're using as hosts. Are the Yerks. Mm -hmm. That's what they're telling people. Well, no, they're telling people they're Hork Bajir, aren't they? It's It's a little complicated. Yeah. Super uh, not our fault. I think he Yeah. He presses you for more information and basically uh you play the entirety of Dumb Kids playing hero for him. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we would leave out version, the parts anyway. where we gave them the idea to do this thing, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh at the end of it um <clears throat> uh he says
I am glad to see Earth hasn't fallen yet. I hope you'll be able to win your battle. Um, that's definitely a thorny situation that I cannot offer you any advice on because know nothing of your world beyond a few snippets of information. I never spent as much time with the humans as Elfangor did. I mean, we've got three Andalites living on our boat. If you could give us any advice on dealing with them, that'd be grand. Uh-uh. They crashed on Earth. Don't trust them. No worries. We don't. Live on <laughs> we just let them live with us? Yeah. <laughs> For the most part, they seem chill. But we also have, like, a couple of different people we also don't trust living on our boat, so perhaps that's not the greatest metric. Yeah. See? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, there's... So, I've, there's, I got a question here. Um, these free taxons of the living hive, do they suffer from the hunger issues? It is less now than it was 25 years ago. Uh, the This body suffers from the hunger constantly. But the hive provides a almost never-ending supply of food. And it is easier to deal with that instinct when I know that I can always return here to eat. What do taxons eat, given the choice? Uh, what did the living hive make? He, like, gestures for you to wait really quick, and he scurries over to the hive, and then he comes back. Um, and he kind of, like, lays on the uh, bench. Um, it looks kind of like a bioluminescent moss, almost. Um, God, and a biologist. <laughs> uh and he says, the, the living hive is this. Um, and he seems to like be struggling to put it into thought speak words. Um, like he's using more and more images because whatever way the taxons speak about it, it doesn't really translate. Um, can I? But, mm -hmm. I have, let me look at my move list. Is this arguably a kind of technology? You can Why? say no. <laughs> Basically, I want to get the impression if 
I could take some of this back to Earth and grow it. Uh, if, do you say anything about that? Yeah, yeah. Like, I will help, I will morph so I can share images via ThoughtSpeak. I'll, like, go mm -hmm. into one of my combination morphs mm -hmm. and just, like, explain about succulents and how, like, if you steal a bit of a plant from the garden centre and take it home, you can, like, plant it and it will grow. We <laughs> need to explain to you both, like, human uh, or, like, earth biology and shoplifting. <laughs> Uh, a I'm sorry, what did you say, uh, Jane? I was going to say, I was just saying it's not stealing if it's from a big corporation. I mean, that's fair, yeah. Um, <laughs> you can't own a plant. No. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, no, just like, are you talking about Quaffigenevon? I mean, okay, he's not, like, the best person in the world, but I bet you if we came to him with a puzzle, he'd probably be interested. Yeah, he's number two ranked piece of shit on our, bo on our boat. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a great guy. No, I'm, just, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just like, putting into context for our new friend here where the Andalites are on the piece of shits who live on our boat. <laughs> <laughs> They're third. Uh, but, yeah, Regardless, I am like trying to express to I'm um, like if with the right could we grow a living hive on earth like cuz it appears to be like moss and I can show like a picture of like moss. Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. Yeah. Um so when you mention this uh Arbron gets very excited. Um, and he, he like, he starts speaking in taxon for a hot minute before I he remembers that he can't. <laughs> I, I learned Yerkesh. I haven't learned taxon yet. It It's very difficult for a human to pronounce taxon. Um, I'll bet I don't have the mandibles for it. <laughs> um, but eventually he like calms down enough to code switch back into thought speak and um he says yes that should be possible we were already talking about expanding and creating other hives across the planet to help repopulate um because we haven't been able to grow much larger than we are now in this location because it's dangerous and uh, it would be, if there are as many taxons on Earth as you implied, then this could be a way to show them a, an alternative to infestation. Kel just like nodding, like kind of uh, like Kel is like really keenly remembering that like mm, what a few days ago they had to back up a fucking truck over some taxons, and they do not feel <laughs> good about that. Don't remember that while we're thought speaking. It seems like it's maybe bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I think like 
but hearing that like this could give them a choice mm-hmm. like give the taxons a choice uh, and he starts kind of talking uh, a mile a minute and like he'll talk to you a little bit and then he'll like say something to some of the taxons that are passing by and they'll like scurry off in a different direction to do whatever he told them um and basically he uh he says i don't know how you got here the living hive doesn't uh remember you coming through any of its tunnels um do we explain the elemist We could say we were brought here by technology we don't understand to help. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's fair. <laughs> um, also, I think given like, enough time, I can't... can understand it, but okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> um, and basically, he's like, you know, if you can take a small sample back, then that would probably work. It would probably take uh, a lot more effort. But if they could somehow get some of the living hive taxons to earth with some of the living hive, then they would be able to set up a colony much faster. Um, But that would require stealing a ship. Oh, well, Um, we're actually really quite good at stealing ships, (laughs) turns out. (laughs) Our tracker for that is actually quite good. One of the things we're actually best at is stealing vehicles. It's true. We're fucking great at it. Like, arguably, the two <laughs> things we're great at are, like, stealing cars and, and also destroying infrastructure. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, he's very excited about that. He, so, the, to, to take a step back a little bit here and kind of give you the big picture. Um, your, there are a couple of different things that you can do while you're here. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you don't necessarily need to accomplish all of these objectives, but they are all objectives that you can accomplish. Um, so one is to destroy or otherwise hamper the spaceport, um, Two is assist the living hive in establishing more outposts. Uh, Three is uh, stealing a spaceship or two for the taxons to go to Earth. Um, And... Four is to destroy or hamper the Yerk mining operation. Is that different from the um, spaceport? Yeah, they're they're different in location. Like, they're two separate locations. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they're related, but they're separate. Okay. Seems straightforward enough. Dante collapse. Mm-hmm. Um... I need, uh, 
points at uh oh i've already forgotten our our new friend's name arbron arbron uh arbron uh take me to the i want to go look at this spaceport watch it for a hot minute okay Benny wants to go too. Dante schleps the fucking uh, duffel bag full of stuff onto his shoulder. Mm -hmm. We're we're in gather information mode, guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. I do. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I do Mm -hmm. really quick want to go ahead and morph, uh, uh, morph my new form uh, before (laughs) we start doing anything. Okay. Uh, Give me a morph roll. (laughs) <laughs> yep. Like I said, I I knew this was going to be something that might not be great, uh, but I wanted to do it. Do you tell everybody that this is what you're doing? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. This is not something I would spring on everybody. This is something where I'd be like, hey, I want to get this out of the way before we do anything. Mm-hmm. Benny pulls out uh, a dragon beam set to stun. Um. So... You begin to morph the taxon, uh, and it's not particularly pleasant morphing experience, um, because one, it's an alien, which is always weird, and two, they're alien bugs, um, and bugs aren't super great to morph, uh, but as you're morphing, you notice a couple of things. One the exoskeleton on this taxon appears to be slightly stronger than the taxons that you're used to. The taxons that you're used to are basically wet paper bags. Uh, like, They're malnourished, so exactly. that makes sense. Um, so, like, the taxon you have acquired um, was a relatively young taxon, one of the later generations who has been living in the living hive. Um, <clears throat> and... The so their zir zir body is stronger. Um, and when the taxon mind bubbles up underneath your own, for you who have never experienced this hunger, it is overwhelming. It is. It is literally all you can think about is just how hungry you are and the intense impression that if you don't eat food right now, you will die. Um, And I think, uh, because you rolled a three, um, I think that when you finish morphing, you kind of like hold still for a moment because the tax, even the tax on instincts, um, the taxons have a, a very delicate balance between their their enormous hunger and their uh, uh, what's the word sense of self preservation, mm-hmm. and so all around you are uh, other taxons, um, and. Uh, someone with a dragon beam that you can recognize as, oh, that's dangerous. Um, uh, but unfortunately, 
one thing that happened before you decided to morph um, that Arbron wasn't taking into account is at some point while you were kind of like discussing amongst yourselves after you had told him what happened to Elfangor, uh, he had gone over to a corner and broken off two of his legs um, and kind of set them in the corner. Um, and if anyone asked, he would tell you it is, it is a, a taxon ritual for grief. They'll grow back. Um, but this is, this is kind of something that they do. Um, and you in your taxon morph are not reckless enough to go after Arbron because you can recognize he is a much older, more dangerous taxon um, or any of your friends because they are armed and dangerous. <laughs> um, but you do definitely scurry over to the corner of this room and eat those discarded legs. Um, so that's fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I guess Adrian's a leg guy, says Dante. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>